When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, John June, and of course, I got my guy, the co-host, Greg Penniman. Greg, what is good? What is good? We are hours away. We're so close. Oh, so close, uh, man! I, I'm I'm too hyped right now. Uh, let's get right into these games. Um, you know, Thursday night preview we, we did it last night. The action is here, so let's get right to these this, this week one action and injuries and going on, going on. Yeah, man. Today is Thursday night football. We are recording this before the game, uh, so you won't hear reaction from us until about Saturday until Saturday. But you know, like Greg mentioned, we did the Thursday night preview last night. Uh, so that is that should be available now. Uh, we also revealed in that episode our streams of the week at the quarterback, tight end, and defensive positions. So you definitely want to go back and catch that to figure out who you should be streaming. Um, but today, or tomorrow rather, on Saturday, uh, don't want to jump the gun here. We're going to reveal our starts of the week, uh, or what we like to call here money at Fantasy time. Football Diagnostics, the money time. Yes, sir. Baby, that's, that's right. Yes, sir. Money time. Because every week it just seemed like it was money. I know. I know. It's you DFS <laughs> bank over there. So we, we give you good times, uh, especially with tight ends, wide receivers, all types of positions. We hit them all. Yes, sir. So, um, you know, but today we are covering the half half of the slate of games that are left between Sunday and Monday. Um, but before we do that, Greg, I think there's just some news that we just got to cover really, really quick. Um, two star receivers. Or I, I mean, one's a star. The other one, he's on his way. Um, Cortland Sutton being the first one. Uh, he got injured at practice today. Greg, I know you recently traded a first-round pick and some some capital Tough, to acquire man. Cortland Sutton in, in our Dynasty League. So, Greg, what is what is the situation there? I know you've you've been you've been covering it. Yeah, man. I, at the moment I saw the alert, I was like, "This has got to be crazy." I literally just traded for this man, gave away Latavius Murray because I traded to the Kamara owner with the first round pick in Dynasty to get Cortland Sutton. That was a big heavy buy. I needed a receiver, and I, I felt really good about that move. And uh, the next day, he gets hurt. Uh, so you know, he's getting the MRI tonight. Uh, my fingers are crossed. I think a lot of people in Fantasy Nation fingers are crossed because he's a great young player. He played well last year, and we, you know, we figured that he would keep taking another stride to be a potential wide receiver one in fantasy. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll get some results and definitely have it for Saturday. Yeah, this is definitely tough because uh, on you know he plays on Monday night. Yep. You know, ten twenty, the latest game. So like, you really have almost no time to adjust in this one. Um, <clears throat> so you're gonna you're probably gonna be faced with a tough decision before week one. So we'll have to see. I know I have him in our league of extraordinary people as uh, as well as my main league. So you know this is just you know it's it's gonna be a tough situation for all of us. Uh, but the other one, the other receiver I, I previously mentioned, that's Deontay Johnson. 
the wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, second-year wide receiver. Uh, he didn't practice today, Greg. What was that one about? Uh, yeah, so his foot, he didn't practice today, dealing with a foot injury uh, in Steelers camp right now. That's also a tough injury because we expected him to take a, you know, number two behind Juju, that leap uh, and get a, get a lot a lot of targets in that number two role as, you know, Juju drived, thrived in that when he was number two to Antonio Brown. So we expected a lot of good things. Hopefully, you know, we'll have an update for him by Saturday as well. Uh, you know, it's a blessing and a curse. They both they both these guys play on Monday night, which is not good. So, but we'll be able to tell kind of a little longer. We we'll have time. Just make sure to keep both these guys uh, in your flex spots right now, um, so that you have them ready to maybe shift shift them out and pay attention to Fridays and Saturdays practices. Yep, that's a great point, right? Make sure those the same way we want to take those Thursday night players out of our flex, those Sunday and Monday night players, if they're the latest play, player playing in our lineup, we want them in the flex position. Yep. Um so, you know, I think that somebody needs to watch out for Robert Woods and his well-being because um <laughs> the starting wide receiver on on my league extraordinary people team, <laughs> Cortland Sutton. Uh, the other starting wide receiver on my league, extraordinary people uh, team, Deontay Johnson. Ooh. So, uh, all I would say is, Ugh. if you're Robert Woods or you somebody that personally is close to Robert Woods, just tell him to 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 watch himself. Okay. Um. So, go. With that being said, man, let's just jump right into these games, man. Today we're covering the Falcons, the Seahawks, or Falcons versus Seahawks, Bills versus Jets, Panthers versus Raiders, Jags versus Colts. Packers versus Vikings, Patriots versus Dolphins, Ravens versus Browns, and Washington football team versus the Philadelphia Eagles. So, Greg, are you ready for this, man? Yeah, I'm ready for this. Uh, I just want to mention, you know, if, if you haven't struggled with the, those receivers, come holler at me, your boy, you know, get some trades on, you know. You know, it's been a while, so just, just holler at me. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited for these games. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Oh, yeah, you know there's got to be a trade between you and you, Greg, so don't yeah, worry. Yeah, yeah, That'll yeah. happen. <laughs> I'm ready to go, man. All right, let's get to it, man. So uh, again, I didn't I didn't mention this yesterday with the we did when we did the Thursday night breakdown, but we get our lines from FanDuel Sportsbook. I know that you know the lines probably differ in other places, but um, we're getting the lines from FanDuel Sportsbook, uh, and you know we're again trying to get the most up to date lines as we can from FanDuel Sportsbook. So um, you know that being said, our first matchup we've got the Atlanta Falcons staying at home to face the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Russell Wilson versus Matt Ryan. This game is in Atlanta. Seahawks are one and a half point favorites. This game is a 49 and a half point over under. There are no injuries to note of in this game. Uh, I'll I'll start first with this one. You know, this game for me was a, was a tough one to pick. It's the uh, the third highest uh, game total on the slate. You've got two teams and two coaching staffs that are a bit different on the offensive side of the football. Atlanta was fourth in neutral pass game rate last year. Uh, Seattle had the fourth lowest neutral pass game rate last year. Atlanta was also fifth fastest in, in neutral pace neutral pace of play or, or seconds per play while Seattle was 21st. Uh, so uh, obviously we, we know what Seattle wants to do. They want to run the ball with Chris Carson and this Atlanta run defense wasn't great last year. They did get better as the year got, uh, got on, but, uh, if they can do, if they can slow him down or um, potentially shut him down, then we could get a shootout on our hands. I, uh, I don't think that they stop him completely. I do think they slow him down. So I'm taking the over, and with that, I'm taking, 
I'm taking Atlanta to cover, and I'm taking Seattle to win. Mm. Uh, but in terms of fantasy, in terms of fantasy production, uh, I'm taking. Obviously, I think you got to start Russ. You got to start Chris Carson, uh, Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf. You have to start those guys. Um, and then on the Atlanta side, Matt Ryan, Julio, Calvin Ridley, uh, Todd Gurley, Hayden Hurst are all in play uh, for a potential uh, back and forth with with the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on the, the fantasy analysis I got for the game. I got the over in this game. I have Seattle covering the spread and Seattle winning. I think, you know, Seattle gets the dub uh, by Phil Gold. You know, they're probably losing at halftime, but then Russell goes into MVP mode and then gets it done uh, towards the end of the game, starts throwing the ball more and gets more pass attempts down the field. Um, yeah, those guys that you talk about, all those guys you highlighted for fantasy, I love those guys, Julio especially and Calvin Ridley. Um, yeah, the Falcons, you know, highest passing team in the NFL last year, 42.8 attempts per game. So there's going to be a team that's going to chuck it up in the air. And especially in competitive games, they're definitely going to chuck it up in the air. So, uh, yeah, potential shootout here. That's why I got the over. Yeah, I just realized I said I said Atlanta to cover. I did not mean Atlanta to cover. I meant Seattle to cover. Word. Uh, but I did take Seattle to win. So, yeah, that I'm not trying to take Atlanta to, to cover a one and a half point. Yeah, spread yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's that's, that's pretty that's super close. <laughs> I was, I, um, yeah. So, um, nah, the nah, I I guess we we agree on this game. So, yeah. uh, Bills versus Jets. You know, we've got the Buffalo Bills taking on the New York Jets. This game is in Buffalo. The Bills are six and a half point favorites. This line opened up at six. It's now at the six and a half. The total is set at 39.5 points. This this is the lowest total in the week. In terms of injuries, Josh Norman, uh, cornerback for the Buffalo Bills, has missed the last two practices with a hamstring. Greg, what do you got? In this game, I have the under in this game. It's going to be a classic <laughs> Jets-Bills ugly game right here. Uh, <laughs> I got the Jets covering the spread, though, um, and I have the Bills winning. Um, so I just, you know, this for this game, uh, obviously – Fantasy-wise, my most intrigue here is, of course, the Zach Moss versus Devin Singletary, the snap mm-hmm. count, the touches, how they get used. Mm-hmm. Um, we know I, I'm not ex- too excited. I'm kind of um, excited for all those people that are going to panic probably after this week because Jets' rush defense is pretty good. And one, whoever gets – I think either one of these guys are both going to have not-so-hot games. So maybe I can, you know, buy some Zach Moss after this weekend, uh, some, <laughs> uh, some, some leagues because uh, it might be a little struggle. So I wouldn't focus too much on – like how uh, their stats and everything, but I would I would look towards like the snap count and touches and everything. Um, but other than that, I definitely would like to focus on uh, Diggs, John Brown, Josh Allen. I think those guys are in play to have a good game. Josh Allen, especially uh, as, as a solid QB one in fantasy uh, for the Jets. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, just as far as his usage and his touches, I think he's in play as a, a great flex value. Crowder and Herndon, um, those guys as well. Uh, for PPR especially. Um, so Denzel, uh, Denzel Mims and Bashad Perriman, they seem like they're good to go. So uh, those guys, I think <clears throat> Perriman could be in play, I think, in a deeper league as a maybe a flex value. But uh, Donald might struggle against the secondary a little bit. So I think I would really only trust uh, Crowder and Herndon for pass catchers. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you on, on this game. I've got the, you know, the Jets covering the spread, but the Bills still winning. Um, you know, when these two quarterbacks are healthy, 
and starting. These games are actually pretty close. Last year was a one-point difference in Week 1 victory for Buffalo and a four-point victory uh, for the Jets the year before. I think we get a close game here, so that's why I took the Jets to cover the spread. Mm -hmm. Uh, From a fantasy perspective, like you said, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, John Brown, uh, you may, I mean, you have to start at least Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Yep. Uh, John Brown, I think, is definitely in play here. You know, the Jets secondary. You know, they did lose Jamal Adams. Uh, they, they, you know, their their corners have been kind of rotating all all summer. So there's not really much stability back there. Uh, they don't have much of a pass rush either. So I think Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are going to have a good day here. Um, like you said, with terms of the running backs, you know, I. Th- I think you can count on one of them to get a touchdown mm-hmm. just because, you know, they, they are six-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Uh, I think that that guy would be Zach Moss. I don't think it would be Devin Singletary. So. Um, <laughs> if, if Zach Moss does get in the end zone, then, I you know, that's that's obviously going to, you know, be a decent day for him. Yep. Because, uh, like you said, the run defense for, for the New York Jets is pretty good. So, um, but on the Jets side, I think that, it's like you said. It's really Herndon and Crowder, uh, for, you know, for in terms of pass catchers. I think I would be less inclined to start Bell in a half point PPR. Um, if you know, if I had better options, then I'd go with them. Um, if I'm in a full point PPR, then I think he's a good play though, because you know, uh, while Mims and uh, Perriman are coming back, I think that Bell makes too much sense to to not uh, use as a receiver, especially when. You know the past game is that's what they've been really working with through camp. So right, um, that's where I'm at with that game. So should be a good one. I'm excited uh, as a Jets fan. So yeah, yeah it should we'll be a see. solid game. Uh, Sam Donald, hopefully, you know, your first full healthy season. Um, get it and get it going. Oh yeah, don't jinx him though. No, nah, nah, I won't. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought he was fully healthy last year, and then he ended up playing that game with Mono. So. <laughs> All right, on to the next matchup, man. We've got the Carolina Panthers taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. This game is in Carolina. The Las Vegas Raiders are three-point favorites, and this is up from a two and a half from being two and a half point favorites, and that's up from being one and a half or two point favorites, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the over/under on this game, or the total set on this game, is forty-seven and a half. Uh, injuries to watch in this game. Uh, Las Vegas Raider uh, rookie cornerback Damon Arnett. Is uh, he has a thumb injury? He will have a cast on though. Looks like he'll play through that. And Carolina starting left guard Dennis Daly is out indefinitely. It seems uh, with an ankle, so no idea if if he'll play Sunday. Um, you know, but for me, I think this is a sneaky, sneaky shootout. Uh, this game has sneaky, sneaky shootout potential in my opinion. I'm also so uh, for that. I'm taking the over. I am taking the Raiders to cover and the Raiders to win, but. Uh, I think points will be scored on both sides, starting uh, with the Carolina run defense. They gave up the most uh, yards, most touchdowns, and most fantasy points to the running back position last year. Uh, I know they addressed that side of the ball, but it's it's week one. You know, I don't think they'll be prepared for Josh Jacobs in this in this nasty big Raiders offensive line. Um, Carolina also should be bad against the pass with inexperience in the secondary and not enough practice to, you know, getting their communication down in the game setting. And so, Greg, your stream of the week, you know, Derek Carr, I think he's he's going to have a good day here with, with Darren Waller. 
Uh, I would take the shot on either one of these rookie wide receivers in Henry Ruggs or Brian Edwards. And on the Carolina side, you know, Teddy Teddy Bridgewater, he's my my sleeper stream of the week. Uh, DJ Moore and uh, Christian McCaffrey are the main guys I'm looking at. Uh, and of course, my my stream at the tight end position and Ian Thomas. And, and you know, I think DJ Moore gets a bump here. You know, you know, because like we mentioned with Arnett and the thumb injury, playing with the cast, uh, I I really like DJ Moore this week. So, Greg, where are you at with this game? Yeah, so with this game, I I'm going with the under still in this game. Um, just first week could be actually a little good a sneaky shootout, but I'm gonna still go with the under. Uh, I got the I do have the Raiders against the spread, and I do have the Raiders winning the game. Uh, fantasy wise, uh, the Panthers. I gotta go CMC, of course, obviously number one pick overall and majority of fantasy leagues. Gotta go DJ Moore. I like him a lot, especially in this matchup. Uh, Ian Thomas questionable for the game, but you know Matt Rule says he believes he will play. Uh, I think he is a, a good play, actually, as a, you know a tight end two or a guy that you you know you can get to stream. Um, and on the Raiders side, uh, my intrigue, of course, is with these two starting receivers right now. Uh, Rugg starting in the slot. Got Edwards uh, Edwards starting out wide. Um, Hunter Remro as the third receiver, so it's gonna be interesting to see you know two rookie receivers starting week one. How the, the this targets shares is it's gonna be between these three receivers. Uh, definitely love Josh Jacobs though. Perfect game script for him. Uh, the Raiders are favored, and you know he talks about the Panthers' uh, pass defense being very bad. Um, definitely, it's gonna be a big time show for Josh Jacobs. They did draft Jack Derek Brown, uh, big time D, D tackle as a run stopper, but uh, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be it's gonna be Josh Jacobs so all day and Darren Waller he's definitely in play. Um, so yeah, I think those are the guys. I'm definitely intrigued in about those Raiders receivers though. Yeah, man, it's definitely gonna be intriguing. Are you at all um, players that you know? I think I'm on the fence about, um, or maybe other people might be on the fence about. Uh, Hunter Renfro is he somebody that in, that would intrigue you at all? You know, can you could you tell yourself a story where you see he's he becomes relevant. I think so, just because he's not a rookie. So maybe he has some, you know, so, yeah, already has some experience in as an NFL player and connection with Derek Carr. Um, so yeah, I could see him getting maybe like five to six targets, which is you know uh, decent uh, for a guy that could be you know a deep league flex, especially in a full point PPR league. Um, but yeah. I, I'm not sure who to really bet on right now. I think Ruggs and Edwards, just talent-wise, are, are better. So I, I like Ruggs the most coming into you as a receiver. So if I had to bet on one, I drafted him last night in the league too. So I, I like Ruggs a lot. Yeah, I um, I definitely hear that. I mean, I, th- I think – so you're you're taking the under in this game. I took the over. So for me, I think I, I see a, a world where – you know, this game has a little back-and-forth nature to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Raiders obviously being able to run the ball. Um, but I think, you know, I don't think that the Raiders are going to have to take the foot off the gas at any point. Right. Uh, just because of the weapons that, you know, Carolina has. So if that's the case, then I think Hunter Renfro is maybe getting these targets, you know, converting the chains on third down. You know, but I'm just telling a story where, I guess maybe I see where Renfro is in play, but um, yeah. What about Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson? Are those guys in any intrigue to you at all? Uh, I think so. I think you know the Raiders' secondary is uh, vulnerable. I think they can be attacked. So um, Curtis Samuel, you know, we we didn't get a lot of good 
uh, news out of, for him out of camp. But, you know, that week one, everything changes. I think if he's ready to go outside the gate, they're definitely going to use him. Um, so I think I would probably still rank Curtis Samuel over Robbie Anderson for, for this week and going forward. Yeah, I'm with you on that one as well. Um, all right, man, let's jump into this Jags Colts game. So we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars. It feels so weird not saying a record. Um, we've got the <laughs> zero and zero Jacksonville Jaguars versus the zero and zero Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the Colts are the second largest favorites on the week, tied with the Baltimore Ravens at seven and a half in a forty-seven and a half point over under. Greg, what do you what do you got in this game? So in this game. I have the under in this game. I have the Colts covering the spread, though, and I have the Colts winning. I basically have the Colts really just dominating the pace of this game uh, on both sides of the floor, you know, on the field, <laughs> thinking I'm still in my basketball mind. <laughs> basketball mode. Yep, yep, yep. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I have the, those, the Colts dominating this game. For fantasy-wise, um, Garner Minshew, I still like him as a, you know, a sneaky uh, stream play um, because he's going to be behind. They're going to have to throw the ball a lot, um, and I think he's in play. For, you know, if you want a safe, uh, streamable player or maybe a cheap player in DFS, I think Garner Mitchell is definitely in play. Chris Thompson, this is a great game script for him, um, especially in full-point PPR leagues. I think he's definitely, he could be RB2 upside for this game um, for sure with uh, just garbage points, any types of points. I think he's going to be involved here, uh, especially getting rework in, with the receptions. Uh, and DJ Shark, obviously, you know, we love him. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a guy. I think you can start right away. You, you already know he's going to be there for you. Uh, on the cold side, um, heavy defensive uh, team. I think this week this is a good play for them. They'll think I think they'll definitely be in the top five after this week for defensive performances. Um, JT and Marlon Mack, I think they both eat. That's really the problem, definitely the most intriguing uh, line uh, story in this game, uh, JT versus Mack, uh, Marlon Mack, and how they get used in their performances in this game. Uh, and then in good health, of course, T.Y. is a good play. Also, with Michael Pittman Jr., I think he's actually Michael Pittman Jr. versus Paris Campbell as well, how that target share goes as a, who's the second receiver uh, on that team. Yeah, I'm with you in terms of how you, how the game plays out. I'm taking the under. I'm taking the Colts to cover and the Colts to win. Uh, I've had this game circled for basically months now when the lines came out. And, I, you know, I love it as much today, if not more, because since that, since the line came out, the Jags have traded two defensive starters, Yannick <laughs> Ngakwe and Ronnie Harrison, and they've also cut starting running back Leonard Fournette. So, uh, yeah, my quarterback stream of the week, Phillip Rivers, uh, set to have a nice a nice steady fantasy day. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, you, you have to start him. Uh, I wouldn't mind taking a shot on Paris Campbell or J- Michael Pittman in DFS or something. I mean, I'm starting Michael Pittman uh, in, in one of my leagues, and that's out of, like, pure necessity right there. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's a bad Jacksonville Jags defense. I'm, you know, I've been calling my shot on Michael Pittman being the number two receiver, uh, you know, on on the um, on the Indianapolis Colts. You know, we always talk about JT and the draft capital that was spent on him. Well, before they could draft JT, before they had to trade up to get JT, but they had a second-round pick before that pick with JT, and they picked Michael Pittman with that pick. Mm. So, um, you know, that tells you how much they like Michael Pittman. You know, no slight to Paris Campbell. He was also a second-round pick last year. Exactly. They the love team, him too. You know, <laughs> they, love, they absolutely love. So it's going to be something to watch for sure. Um, but, you know, I, I would definitely think you could take a shot on one of them. I'm starting Michael Pittman, so uh, if you want to take that ride with me, uh, 
then 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 yeah, hope hope it goes well for the both of us. But the the guys I'm really looking at, like you said, Marlon Mack, Jonathan Taylor, uh, seeing how that split goes. Um, you know, I think that it, the split doesn't really matter because I think they're both going to eat against a, a bad Jacksonville defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that they're going to be the hammers along with this revamped Colts defense that that pound the Jags into submission. So um, on the Jags, I think the I mean I. I I do like Minshew as a player. I just I don't know if I could start him in a game where we're taking the under, taking the Colts to cover, the Colts to win. Uh, you just said the Colts are going to be a top five, probably defense this week. That just tells me Gardner Minshew probably didn't didn't play all that well. <laughs> I guess so, if you're desperate, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, if you're desperate, two quarterback league, I think you you kind of almost have to start oh, yeah. him, but. Um, I, the only guy I'm really looking to start is is probably DJ Shark. Um, in DFS, Lavisca Chenault is like so interesting to me. But you know he's a he's a guy I think you probably just want to stash on your bench uh, in redraft in week one and see and see if you mean if you could afford the roster spot and see how um, what his involvement is like. Uh, one of the things that came out today, uh, one of the beat reporters at Jacksonville uh, in Jacksonville said. You know, she's not allowed to report, you know, specific formations or alignments or how players are being used. But she's like, let me just say that LaVisca, the way the Jags are using LaVisca Chenault is very, very creative. Hmm. So that'll be something to watch. Um, that's something that I had said, I think, two weeks ago or a week ago, whenever Leonard Fournette got cut. I don't know. Time is flat now. Um, but, I, you know, that's something definitely I'm, I'm intrigued to see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, also, yeah, James Robinson, he probably won't exactly have a good game. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, but he, as the number of carries and the number of touches he gets is going to be interesting too. Yeah, his utilization will definitely be interesting. Uh, they also recently, the Jacksonville Jags have added uh, Dare Agumbawale, who was recently cut by the Bucks to make room for Fournette. So um, interesting how that happens. Fournette gets cut, goes to jack to Tampa bay and then he (laughs) gets cut and ends up in jacksonville so um interesting to see how he gets used if at all i know he's mainly a special teams player um but we'll you know he's also useful in the past game so we'll see but chris thompson i think you know we already know what that role is you already know what that role is in jay gruden's uh, you know his heart and his eyes so Mm -hmm. um chris thompson's you know definitely a, a a play for for us this week for sure yeah um all right, moving on to this Packers Vikings. The O and O zero and zero Green Bay Packers take on the Minnesota Vikings. This is a tough game here, uh, divisional matchup. Game is in Minnesota. Vikings are two and a half point favorites in a forty five and a half point over under. Now I've gone back and forth about this one, but I'm taking the under. I'm taking the Vikings to cover. Uh, I'm taking the Vikings to win this game. Both these defenses were at the bottom of the NFL rankings in terms of success rate versus the run. Uh, the Vikings at 31st. The Packers were 32nd. That's according to sharpfootballstats.com. And so uh, I'm firing up Dalvin Cook Aaron Aaron Jones. No questions asked. Uh, no real interest in either one of these quarterbacks, to be honest. But I will start the two wide receivers, um, the two number one wide receivers, uh, you know Adam Thielen and Devontae Adams, especially Devontae Adams, who has just killed the Mike Zimmer coach uh, Minnesota Vikings. 
In his last four games against the Vikings, he's got 45 targets, 33 catches, 355 yards, and two touchdowns. And last year, he went over 100 yards in both games versus the Vikings. Uh, And then Adam Thielen, who's stepping into his role as the undisputed top target for Kirk Cousins. Uh, After that, that's really all I want to play from this game. Yeah, I'm with you in every way, honestly. Uh, The under, (laughs) (laughs) the Vikings. Uh, and the Vikings uh, winning, got the Vikings winning, covering the spread, and yep, and the under. Uh, yeah, I think the Vikings are going to – I think the Packers fold against really good teams, and I think the Vikings are going to be a good team this year. So I don't think that, you know, the Packers are going to be able to – they're going to get uh, dominated towards the end, especially defense, like on the line, and hopefully the secondary especially is better for, for the, the Vikings because – yeah, the the same players you're intrigued in, I'm intrigued in. Aaron Jones, Devontae, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen. That's all I'm really targeting. Uh, I'm in a wait-and-see mode for any other Packers threat other than that. And I'm in a wait-and-see mode for who's the number two receiver after Adam Thielen. Because Diggs is left. There's 93 targets missing. Um, BC Johnson it had intrigued uh, as a possible starter in that number two role over, over Justin Jefferson. So uh, we'll see who about that. Yeah, Irv Smith is also somebody that's uh, been getting talked about as someone who's been used. You know, he's listed as a tight end for the for the Minnesota Vikings, but they run a lot of two tight end sets, and apparently they've been lining him up at receiver. So he's also somebody to watch in this game as well. Uh, keep an eye on. Um, but any any anything else, Greg, out of this game? Yeah, no, um, no. There's been some MVS hype. Has that been interested? Nope, nope. Interesting I don't to want, you at I don't all? Want nope. MV, uh, MVS. That's <laughs> all. That was all 2019. Every week, either him, Quimian <laughs> St. Brown. He was hurt towards loving last year, so he had hype coming into camp. I need to see it. I mean, the only one you give me a chance on is Adam Lazard. Lizard time, but that's it. That's it. You you mean Alan Lazard? Sorry, Alan Lazard. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, yeah, it's not the, the lizard. That's that's who I want to play, but not in this game. No, no, no. Um, I need to all see. right, n- next game, we've got the zero and zero Cam Newton led New England Patriots oh, yeah. going or not going to Miami against Miami. Uh, the Dolphins or the Pats are six and a half point favorites in a forty two point over under. This is the third lowest total on the entire slate. Uh, injuries in this game. Uh, Edelman was limited with a knee, so that's something to watch. Uh, all three Miami pass catchers were limited. Uh, Parker with a Devontae Parker with a hamstring, Preston Williams with a knee, but I think that's just the same knee where he had the ACL, and then uh, Mike Gusecki with a glute injury. So uh, all three of these guys do seem like they're going to be good to go. Greg, where are you at with this game? Uh, this game, I got the over in this game. Um, I think this is going to be a, a sneaky uh, high-scoring game, possibly. I got the Patriots covering the spread, though, and I have the Patriots winning the game. Um, I just think still the Patriots are the better team. Um, they're they're in Miami, but you know that it's not Tom anymore. It's Cam now. And Cam, oh, man. I just Is this I, game in Miami? I, I messed that up then. Oh, no, so. no, you're right. No, sorry. The game is uh, in New England. In New England. Okay. Yeah, okay, it, do, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Cam is here now and got that report. I know you saw that. They want to probably possibly want to give him the ball more for carries, man. If that's the case, you know, he's getting those 140 carries he got when he was last year, with full year with Carolina. Oh, man, it's going to be great for this man. Uh, he's definitely, I love him for this game. Uh, Julian Edmond, I know he, he's always on limited 
every week last year, especially, I, I trust that he's going to be there to play. And so I love him for this matchup as well. Um, I'm in a wait-and-see mode with the backfield other than James White. So I think he is in play uh, here. Patriots defense, I think, is in play as well to get uh, some turnovers because, you know, they are going against Fitzmagic or Fitzpatrick. I don't know. Fitz tragic. So sometimes it could be, <laughs> <laughs> it could be, it could be, it could be good or bad. I know they could get some turnovers though. He's starting uh, on the Dolphins side. Uh, Devontae Parker. He's going to be probably locked down by Stephon Gilmore. So I think Preston Williams is in play uh, if he's uh, going to be good to go. Um, and yeah, other than that, I'm I'm heavy Cam. I have him in a lot of leagues. I, I love him for this matchup. He's a sneaky start of the week for me. Just just saying. Yeah, man, I, I, I'm taking the actually the under in this game. I'm, I'm going to take the Dolphins to cover because uh, I, I do like Brian Flores. I like what he's cooking over there in Miami, uh, even though I don't like the Dolphins or the Pat, or the Pats for that matter. But, um, <laughs> you know, this week 17 last year, this he kept this – he actually – they won this game That's when, true. when the, the Dolphins didn't have anything to play for. The Pats had everything to play for, um, and you couldn't even name the guys on that Dolphins team. So uh, I'm taking the Dolphins to cover. I'm taking the Pats to win it, though. Uh, Cam Newton, like you, like you, you know, you talked about, you know, uh, on and on about how much you love him. I love him as well. I'm gonna, I'm starting this guy this week, no doubt about it. Unless I have Dak Prescott as my quarterback, because I do have that situation in one league. Um, but I'm James White as a flex play. Uh, that's really all I'm interested in on the Pats side. I don't know. If I'd force Edelman into my lineup, but I'd start him if I didn't have any other options. In two games against, you know, this Miami defense last year, Edelman combined for seven catches and 77 yards and no touchdowns. Uh, Maybe Flores being over there in Miami, having come from New England, maybe he's got the secret sauce to shutting Edelman down, uh, (laughs) but it's definitely something to pay attention to. Um, Parker, he scorched Gilmore last year, but he, he is a bit banged up. Um, and Preston Williams coming back. I'm, I'm curious to see how the distribution of targets goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Gusecki is actually the guy I'm interested in. That's true. The Pats don't have – they don't have Patrick Chung this year as he opted out due to uh, COVID concerns. So he's – obviously, he's he's my breakout tight end. Uh, he's intriguing to me in this matchup uh, in a game where you obviously know uh, Miami uh, will be behind and, and becoming – you know, trying to trying to come back. Um Outside of that, I just want to see the Tom Brady list patch, man. That's really it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot to be at Mike Gusecki. Definitely forgot to mention that. That's a, that's definitely part the other guy other than you know Devontae Parker. I mean, Preston Williams for me that uh, I would like. Are you – sorry. No, you're good. Are you on the uh, – where are you at with Jordan Howard? I mean, are you playing – I know I know you and I probably have a lot of Jordan Howard. Yes, um, I, I like Jordan Howard coming into this year. Uh the Pats rush defense, just there. I mean, they they were good at every side of the pass pass uh, pass defense, and their rush defense was really good. Um, I think Jordan Howard, you know, he's going to get the carries, he's going to get the opportunity. Um, so I don't think he's like a must start though this week, but I like him going forward. He's more like a can start. Yes, he's a can start. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, yeah, just, I mean, like you said, I mean, he's going to get these opportunities. I mean, this Pat's rush defense, you could run on them at points last year. Uh, you know, I don't know if Belichick has cleaned true. that up. I'm sure, I'm sure he's maybe tried, but um, the Dolphins didn't have a run game last year. No, they had no run game. I mean, I remember if, if you were really good Brian back, Patrick you, you was the lot. leading rusher. Yeah. 
<laughs> Nick Chubb did destroy them last year, and and also like, yeah. Derek Mark Henry Ingram well. and the Ravens Mark did, Ingram. and Derek Henry. Yeah, yeah. like you could run on you the pads. Yeah, um, you could run on. I just I don't know. You know, neither one of us have picked. Has the, the Dolphins' O line got better though? The, the Dolphins' O line is marginally better, but it's still b- below average. Right, I would say so. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not looking to start Howard. I, I think you, like you said, you can start Howard. But if I would go in so many other different directions than Howard. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so well, right, Zach Moss or Jordan Howard? I think that's pretty easy. It's Zach Ooh. Moss. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Zach Moss. Um, all right, so the, next up we've got the Baltimore Ravens, 0-0 zero zero Baltimore Ravens taking on the 0-0 zero zero Cleveland Browns. This game is in Baltimore. Baltimore seven and a half point favorites in a forty-eight and a half point over/under. Greg, what do you got? This one, I got the over in this game. I got the Cleveland Browns covering this game, and but I have the Baltimore Ravens winning this game. Um, I think this game, people kind of realize that the Browns got better, you know, and they they improved from last year. Uh, addressed the O line and um, addressed just things in general. Um, so I believe that, you know, the Browns were able to keep this game a little competitive. Uh, but other than that, I think Baltimore gets it done uh, because they're just the better team in general. Um, but the Ravens pick up where they left off. Lamar Jackson, he's the man. You got to start him. Must start number one quarterback in fantasy. Mark Ingram, I think, should be used heavily in this game. Uh, I would that he's probably going to be used early and often. Uh, the Browns struggled in that rush defense last year, and I, I think uh, they'll, you know, the Ravens will continue to use their strength as one of the heaviest uh, rushes, uh, rush teams in the, in the league. Uh, I f- probably favor him over a Hollywood Brown game, but I think Hollywood Brown is still in play as well with Mark Andrews. Um, they're heavily favored in this one, um, but again, I think the Browns cover and keep it competitive because uh, on the Brown side, uh, they address the O line. Odell Beckham should get close to ten targets, so I'm f- heavily playing him uh nick chubb and kareem hunt definitely the most intriguing part of this game their touches and their uses we got a good sample size last year but it's always intriguing to see how that changes this year new coaching staff new everything so uh i'm, I'm excited for this game but i got the, the ravens winning yeah I'm, I'm taking the under i got the browns to cover and, and the ravens to win uh, last year when the ravens were 14 and 2 they won on a 12 game lose a 12 game win streak uh, they went 0-2, losing to the Kansas City Chiefs, expected, and the Cleveland Browns. This was a divisional. This is a divisional game. These teams naturally do not like one another. Uh, both these teams will come out looking to run the ball uh, and utilize play action. The Browns are hurting in the secondary. Uh, I didn't touch on the injuries before this before this game, but uh, starting center J.C. Treader, he's been limited with a knee, but it looks like um, he's trending in the right direction to play for the Browns. Uh, and then as well as Brown's cornerback, Greedy Williams, he's questionable to play with, with a shoulder injury, uh, and he and he missed practice today. Uh, so the the Browns are hurting in the secondary uh, with the with uh, a few a few other guys actually dealing with injuries. I know their second round pick, Grant Delpit, he also is is out with an injury, so they're hurting at safety as well. 
Um, so I think that's a potential boost for Lamar in the past game. Uh, Mark Andrews, Hollywood Brown, those are guys that are both plays for me. I think Mark Ingram, you know, he's going to make his money around the goal line, like, you know, where he mm-hmm. always does. So I, I like him to get a touchdown in this one. Uh, really curious to see how uh, the running back touches are distributed, you know, as well for, for Baltimore, um, you know, because they do have they do have Mark Ingram. They do have uh, second-round pick J.K. Dobbins. Um Gus Edwards, he's also a you know a talented runner as well. So curious to see how this backfield gets distributed. Uh, and then the Browns, I think you start to see, uh, you know, you have to start Nick Chubb, you have to start Odell Beckham. Uh, even though this is a this is a tough secondary that Odell's facing, it's just a tough defense in general that, that he's going up against. But like you said, you know, ten targets. Uh, if he if he gets that, you have to start him. Yeah. Um. You know the the Ravens. You know they were the best. And they were best in uh, best team in terms of fancy points given up to the tight end position. So I'm not looking to start Austin Hooper. Um, and then one note on Chubb, uh, in that first matchup, you know where the Browns beat Baltimore, uh, Chubb went 20 for 165 and three touchdowns on this Ravens defense. Mm. So if 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 the Browns do have success, it will be uh, in the run game. Uh, players. I'm on the fence about Greg. Maybe you're on the fence about them too. Maybe people out there listening are on the fence about Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt. Are you looking to start either one of these guys? I uh, I am looking to start Kareem Hunt, especially in the full point PPR league, and I think also Jarvis has full point PPR intrigue. But I'm not reaching. I'm not must starting for Jarvis. I think I'm uh, leaning towards Kareem Hunt in all in all types. Um, but yeah, you talk about that run game. I mean, that that was the formula to beat the uh, Ravens in the playoffs. You run the ball down their throat. That's uh, yeah. So Nick Chubb definitely is gonna have a good game. Yeah, I uh, I've I've been going back and forth about Kareem Hunt, man. I really it's something I've just gone back and forth with. But I think, like you said, it makes a ton of sense in a full point PPR. Um, there is a player who you know I'll just say it now because I don't want to forget tomorrow who I actually. Uh, I'm starting over Kareem Hunt, uh, and that's C.D. Lamb. But we can talk about mm. C.D. Lamb tomorrow. Okay. But Greg, what do you think about what do you think about that decision? Um, C.D. Lamb going against the Lions, high over under. No, um, C.D. Lamb going against the Rams. Oh, going against the Rams, also a high over under. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, that that could be a good play. Mari Cooper, he did. I think he did practice today though, and he he did be. practice, but he will he will be with. Uh, He'll, he'll be spending all all day Sunday night with Jalen Ramsey. Okay, he will be yes as well. Yeah, my, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Michael Gallup, Blake Jarwin, uh, yeah, CD Lamb. I think you're definitely going for that. You're, you're going for that boom play for sure. Um, instead of a safe, <laughs> safe Kareem Hunt, like I don't know, ten to ten, maybe to eleven points. Uh, you want a touchdown definitely from CD Lamb. I'm looking for. So I mean, for the boom, I, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, man. So I, I thought that was interesting. I wanted to see where, what you what you thought about that one. Um, all right. So this last matchup of the evening that we're going to cover, the zero and zero Washington football team, staying at home in Washington to take on the zero and zero Philadelphia Eagles. This game, like I said, in Washington, Eagles are five and a half point favorites. This is a forty two and a half point over under. Jalen Rager was limited with a shoulder injury yesterday on Tuesday. 
or on Wednesday, but this is now Thursday, and it, he was a full participant, Greg. Crazy. You know man. how what, happy how, I am how, to hear how, this? How good it is to be young, man. That's all I got to say. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm trying to recover six months for uh, two years from a shoulder injury. So, um, you know, Miles Sanders, he was limited with the hamstring, uh, but seems like the Eagles are not concerned about that. Uh, he's just been a limited participant in practice. So, you know, not really concerned. But uh, in terms of the, how the, this matchup, how I see it playing out, I'm taking the over. Uh, I'm taking Washington to cover. I'm taking the Eagles to win the game. Uh, the Eagles are hurting on the offensive line. And so with this revamped Washington defensive line, I think that's the formula for Washington to keep it close. Um, I also think Washington has an, enough weapons to challenge the Philadelphia defense. So I expect a close game with the, well, you know, with a back-and-forth nature to it. Uh, Carson Wentz. Miles Sanders, Deshaun Jackson, Zach Ertz are all must-plays for me in this one. I mean, if Jalen Rager is healthy, I'll play him in this one. On the Washington side, I think Terry McLaurin is a 100% smash play. Like, if I could put him in my lineup twice, I would do it. <laughs> uh, Antonio Gibson, definitely intriguing. Depending on, you know, when and where you drafted him, uh, you might be you might be able to afford to wait if you got him in the, in the ninth round. But if you drafted him in the fifth... Uh, you, you you know you may not have a ton of other options behind him. You know if I had a guy like Marlon Mack, then I I probably who I drafted after Gibson, I, I would start Mack. Um, you know Logan Thomas is is an interesting dart throw in my opinion. The converted quarterback is now the starting tight end for the Washington Football Team, um, and you know very well could be the second or third target on this offense. Uh, and, and you know should spend some time playing playing catch up in, in this game and, and you know for the rest of this year. Yeah, I'm with Greg, you. Where you at? Oh yeah, I'm with you with the Eagles winning the game. I have the Eagles covering the spread though, and I have the over in the game. Um, I just don't respect the Washington Football Team honestly in any way. So I just think the Eagles, um, no matter who they put out on the field, they prove time and time and again they still seem to make it happen. Um, so I'm gonna go with them. Uh, you know, the guys you talked about, though, especially Carson Wentz, he's in play. Deshaun Jackson, he's in play. As long as this guy's healthy, he should be getting good targets. And because, um, you know, on this team, you will be able to be fantasy relevant. All you have to do is stay healthy. Um, and, you know, great news for Rager. It's crazy. Uh, so if he's healthy and good to go, I think he definitely has some uh, some some value, uh, especially in DFS and in uh, um, in deep leagues, um, especially full point PPR leagues. Uh, my intrigue, of course, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott. Um, you're gonna see like, the Miles Sanders uh, more of a sample size of him being that uh, bell cow running back. Uh, hopefully, we get to see that. Um, but yeah, he should be a great play, no matter what how many touches he gets. If he gets the low or if he gets the high of that, he should dominate and uh kill this defense and on the washington side yeah scary terry and scary terry uh antonio gibson i think he might have some intrigue uh we have him in a couple of leagues i'm in a way in c mode definitely i think he's going to be a startable player but for for this week i'm just not going to go ahead and start him um but i probably would put him over guys like um i think jordan i would take him over jordan Howard still so that's just where i'm at with him yeah, I'll take him over Jordan Howard. I'm honestly interested. I mean, I'm like curious. Like, I think I would start him over Le'Veon Bell. Mm, I think maybe I would that's a stretch. Take Le'Veon still. You would. Yeah. 
right? Because Le'Veon, you kind of know the, the you know almost guarantee the touches, but yeah. Antonio Gibson, I know I know the upside that's there. True, I think that's what's doing it for me. Um, but you know, I, I like I like what you said. I, if you can afford to wait, like wait on him, like just wait and see. Like you know, in the league of extraordinary people, I have him. I might have to start him now because of all the injuries that I have on my team. Um, but you know, I was in wait and see mode with him. Uh, in our in our in our Siemens B team that we call, we're in wait and see mode with yep. him. We're not even, yep. you know, we're not even looking at him as a starting option this week. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, so it really depends on the way your roster is constructed. Uh, you know, I have seen some teams where if if you have Antonio Gibson on it, start him because you drafted him in the fifth round. You know, maybe that's where you know you, you don't have any other depth at the running back position and you have to start him. So, um, but I did. Last year, I uh, you know I'm I'm just gonna talk about this you know for a really quick. Last year, I did want to pick the Washington football team to cover a ten point spread, and I told you guys, all you guys at work, it was because of this defensive line that Washington <laughs> has. And guess what? Washington covered that ten point spread, and uh, this year Washington's defensive line is even better, and the Eagles' def- offensive line is worse. So take that. <laughs> <laughs> the spread is the spread is not ten though. It's a little lower than that, you know. So, oh yeah, it started at six though. So the sharps are betting on Washington to cover. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This, this was week one too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was week one. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and Washington came out and they, <laughs> we thought they were going to win the game for a minute. <laughs> I was like, oh snap! No, they did exactly. They were they were leading for for a good amount of the game. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Jackson also did kill in that game. So, yeah, I mean, he's a good play. Yeah, no, definitely. Steven Sims Jr., any intrigue there? Uh, I do just because, yeah, um, if Dwayne Haskins is going to make this leap and be a little better, I think, you know, he's he's going to, of course, if he steps up, I think Steven Sims steps up and gets more intrigue. Uh, I just haven't seen this offense thrive with two receivers, so. Um, I'm in wait and see mode with him, but I, I, I'm, he's definitely a stash. I have him in one league, my 16-team league. Uh, I, have, I think we have him on also our belly up sports league. So yeah, he's wait and see mode for him. Yeah, I mean, if if uh, if you're in DFS or deeper league, I think there's definitely some intrigue just because Philadelphia secondary uh, has not been that great. Um, you know, they did add Darius Slay, but they they lost. They needed a corner, but they lost Malcolm Jenkins last year. So, um, you know, there's shuffling going on back there. And in a game where Washington football team will be trying to come back, uh, you know, he's potentially some intrigue, especially in full-point PPR leagues. Yeah. Um, All right, well, that's it. Those those are all the games for uh, part one that we're covering. Make sure you come back for for part two tomorrow. Um, But, again, Everyone, thanks for listening. As always, please rate and review the podcast wherever it is that you're listening. Hit that notification bell so you can you can get notifications as to you know when new episodes come out because we are out four times a week now. And so you know, hope you all enjoyed last night's game. We look forward to to breaking it down with you guys uh, and talking to you all tomorrow to cover the remainder of, of this weekend's games. Uh, so the, part two, watch out for that. That'll be Saturday, and uh, we also cover. Starts of the week, a.k.a. that money time. So uh, make sure everyone you have a good ching ching. Make sure you have a good weekend. And uh, we are out. Yeah.